Hi everyone, this is Jacob from Attention to Detail. Last week we released an announcement saying that we were going to do this fantasy football style draft of our favorite symphonies and we have done it. It is ready. So we're going to release that in audio form here on the podcast in just a sec. But I wanted to mention we've also released that in video form on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, and on our website. And so if you want to check that out in video form, there's a ton of cool, fun graphics and ways to follow along with the draft in the video form. So I'd encourage you to go to one of those resources, all of which will be attached in the show notes. And you can also vote on your favorite team. We'll attach a link to vote as well as the link is available on, on our website and our Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to listen to it in audio form, we've put it up here, but also it's available on video. So without further ado, here is Attention to Details, Symphonies Draft. everyone, welcome to the Attention to Detail Symphonies Draft, joined today by five of my good friends, clearly studious, being really studious, preparing for this draft. We've been very excited about this for several weeks. Interestingly, we released an episode about a week ago previewing this draft, and since then, we've gotten an enormous, there's been this viral explosion on social media of people ranking their symphonies one through nine, not using a composer again. Not gonna say that they stole our idea. I'm not sure. I have to give credit to, to Leo and Fabiola who were the original creators of this idea too, but weird that suddenly that happened right after we announced that we were gonna do our draft. But we decided to up the stakes even more and we've got not one, but five people picking. We're gonna be taking symphonies off the board so it's going to be a challenge. It's not only pick your top nine symphonies, it's going to be pick your top nine symphony teams with a bunch of people also trying to do the same things. So some things I'm going to be looking out for in the draft as we go through. We've got five teams. There are only four symphonies from Brahms, Schumann, a couple other composers. There are only a few maybe real contender symphonies from other composers like Mahler, not Mahler, Mendelssohn, plenty from Mahler, but there's going to be a few composers that are really scarce. And so people might try to go after those early. There's also some thinner spots like the six, seven, eight spots on the team are going to be a little harder to find symphonies for. So people might go for those early. Let's go over the rules in case you didn't hear our intro podcast. Each team is going to be filling their rosters one through nine with a symphony, one first symphony, one second symphony, one third, one through nine. You can't use a composer twice. And the only caveat is that in place of one symphony, one numbered symphony, you can use a non-numbered symphonic piece or a symphony above nine. So someone could use Debussy's La Mer or Mozart 41 instead of their eighth symphony spot. So we're going to be on the lookout for when people use those wild cards, when some composers go off the board. I'm curious to see if we get any 
real sleeper symphonies that none of us expected. Maybe we'll get an American symphony. Maybe we'll get a 21st century symphony. Who knows? So let's, let's get it rolling. Let's find out. And with the first bit, I should introduce our players. In order of how they're going to be drafting, which is going to be in a snake fantasy style format, one to five, then back five to one, we've got my brother, Josh Joyce, representing the Utah Classical Musics. That's his team name. Just classical music, no S. Huh? Utah Classical Music. Utah Classical Music, no S. My apologies. We've got CJ Collins, cellist, uh, played with me in the Indianapolis Symphony, now is uh, at orchestra, now at Bard. He is the Chicago Whoops I Wore White Sox common occurrence in classical concerts. Yeah. You forget to wear black and you wear white instead. We've got Fabiola Kim, violinist, violin, incoming violin professor at the University of Michigan, has also played with the ISL many times. She is gonna be the LA Einhelden Laker, Einhelden Lakers, which is a play on Strauss's Einheldenleben. We'll see if that piece comes in, the, comes in on someone's wild card. Then we've got Leo Singer, my college roommate, recently awarded a DMA from the University of Michigan in cello performance. He is going to be the New York Yang Quixotes, flexing both his literary and musical skills, showing deep knowledge of Cervantes and Strauss's lesser known tone poems. Very impressive there. And then we've got Jake Fridkiss, principal flute of my former orchestra that I work for, the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra, one of the two flute bros of the well-known Instagram channel, he is going to be the Milwaukee Box. So I like the team names. And with that, I'm very excited to get started. Our first pick is going to be, we randomized the order, and Josh Joyce, my brother, drew the first pick. So Josh, what are you going with? With the first pick... In the uh, attention to detail classical music draft, the Utah classical music selects Brahms Symphony Number no. One. Brahms One. Okay, so Josh has taken a Brahms Symphony. I imagine that those were going to be hot. CJ is on the clock. One, the first symphonies are some of the thinnest, I think. There's a big drop off after the first few, and so Josh is immediately grabbing a Brahms symphony right off the bat. So CJ is next up, the Chicago Whoops I Wore White Sox. Curious to see where he goes. One of the interesting things about this first round is that it's really gonna set the tone for most of the rest of the draft. So let's hear it. CJ, what are you going with? I'm also taking a Brahms, I'm taking Brahms too. Might as well take the best Brahms if I'm gonna. Brahms too. Arguably the best Brahms symphony, which I have to agree with. So Brahms is going really quickly. And as I mentioned, Brahms only wrote four symphonies. So someone is gonna miss out on a Brahms and we'll have to see who that is. Doesn't mean that you're gonna lose the draft. Other ways to build a team here. But next up we have Fabiola Kim picking for the LA Einhelden Lake Pierce. <laughs> Let's see. I think I'm gonna have to go with Brahms Four. Brahms Fourth Symphony. First three picks. My favorite composer, Brahms. 
showing his symphonic prowess here. And next we have Leo Robertson there picking for the NY Yankee Hotes. Are you going with the last Brahm symphony? Gotta do some deep analysis. You know, I have I have a very high draft grade on Brahms 4. That was an excellent pick. I have to praise mm -hmm. that. An A plus yeah. from that. <laughs> I, I'm, I I'm going to go Brahms 3. Brahms 3. Oh. So Brahms is completely off the board. And just as a function of random choice, Jake, you're going to have to build a team without a Brahms symphony. Does it hurt you especially that Brahms 4 with its massive flute solo got taken right off the bat? That was painful. Uh, I'm going to take, with my first pick, Tchaikovsky's 6th symphony. Tchaikovsky's 6. I love it. Uh, very scarce Tchaikovsky good symphonies and 4 and 5 hot numbers, so uh, I had to go with Tchaikovsky's 6. Um, and then for my second pick, I'm going to take, because I go again, right? Go again. All right, I'm going to take uh, Dvorak 8. Dvorak 8. So Got to get that flute solo. And great strategy by Jake, targeting two of the weakest numbers in the draft. I knew Chike 6 was going to be high in demand. So we're coming back now to the New York Yankee Hotel. Leo on the board again. Great. Can you all hear me? We can all hear you. Fantastic. I'm going to go Mahler 1. Mm. Mahler 1, targeting that high top tier in the first symphonies. We kind of feel like there's a big drop off after Brahms 1 and Mahler 1. So the other teams, the, the three teams who haven't taken a 1 yet are going to be, you know, struggling to or, or we'll see maybe they'll find excellent first symphonies we'll find out but we're back to the la einhelden lakers fabs what are you doing with the uh the next pick i really really want to check six but mm. i think i'm still going to tackle the sixth symphony so i will go with i'll actually go with dvorak six dvorak six Deep cut, that is actually a piece that I really like a lot, but some of our listeners might not be familiar with, so they're going to be encouraged to go listen to that right off the bat, taking that week six spot again. So we're back to CJ, second pick for CJ. So far, Brahms two. What are you going with next? I have a question. So for what yeah. was my, my Wi-Fi cut out? What was the fifth and sixth pick? Chike six and what else? Chike six and Dvorak eight. Ooh, okay. So Chike six, Dvorak eight for the Milwaukee box. Leo took Mahler one. Fabiola took Dvorak six. Okay. Um, I'm going to take... Dvorak 7. Dvorak 7. So we're seeing a lot of Dvorak and a lot of targeting of those late spots because as we'll notice, a lot of composers, not all composers wrote nine symphonies and so it gets thinner 
in those later numbers. So we're back to the Utah classical music for two picks here. Yeah, so with uh, the first pick, I'm going to have to do some more analysis on my second pick, but I will pick Dvorak 9. Okay, excellent symphony, New World Symphony from Dvorak 9. While you think about your next pick, I'm just looking at the teams through two rounds. We've seen all of the Brahms symphonies go. We've seen Dvorak 6 through 9 go already. So some really hot composers right off the bat. One Mahler symphony off the bat. No Beethoven yet. No Mendelssohn. No Schumann. So we'll get to those composers, I'm sure, at some point. What's your second I'm, pick? Uh, I'm going to, uh, excuse me, sorry. Well, you're good. What do you, what With do you my, uh, Second pick, third pick in this draft. I'm going to break open the Beethoven train. I'm taking Beethoven six. Beethoven six. Interesting choice. Are you, I'm going to ask you right now, Josh, are you taking that because it's your favorite Beethoven or because six is thin? Favorite Beethoven, not quite, but second favorite and six is very thin. So that's. I like it. So good strategy, not necessarily just taking your favorite piece, but trying to. No the best lineup. So we're back to Chicago, whoops, I wore White Sox. Currently sitting with Brahms 2 and Dvorak 7. I'm going to go with uh, Schubert 9. Schubert 9, the great symphony once said by Schumann to have heavenly length, with which some other people might say devastatingly long length but i like it <laughs> dj displaying his incredible attention span taking uh, ninth symphony heaven yeah. is eternal just like <laughs> <laughs> all right we're back for the third pick for the la Einhelden lakers okay i think i'm going to go with um bruckner eight bruckner eight my personal favorite Bruckner symphony, epic last movement, epic coda to the last movement, huge adagio movement, which some people love. The first Bruckner symphony off the board in one of those coveted eight, eight spots. So we are back to the NY Yankee Hotes, Mahler one, Brahms three. Good lineup so far. What are you going with? You're on mute. You're on mute. There we go. I'm going to go. This is a tough spot. This is a very tough spot. I'm going to go Bruckner 9. Bruckner nine, filling that ninth spot. Still, interestingly, no one has taken Beethoven's ninth. Well, you've spoiled my pick now, because I'm Ooh. going Beethoven nine, 100%. Ooh. Well, Beethoven. listen, I love the pick, because I have to say, it's, you know, I understand staying away from Beethoven, but you've taken arguably the best symphony ever composed there, so. The hard thing with Beethoven is all of them are good, so you can kind of save it for the end, but the ninth symphonies are pretty thin, so I wanted that one. Uh, with my next pick, 
I'm going to take uh, Mahler 5. Mahler 5, another probably top five symphony ever composed. Great pick. So we're coming back to the New York Yankee Hotels just to assess the board at the moment. The New York Yankee Hotels are the only team without a Dvorak. Unfortunately, all of the, the good Dvorak's, we might say, have been taken. We've also only got one Beethoven off. We've only got one Bruckner off. We've still got no Schumanns, no Mendelssohns, no Sibelius. So a lot of good stuff still out there. Leo, you've got Mahler one, Brahms three, Bruckner nine. What's next? Beethoven seven. Beethoven seven. Little run on Beethoven symphonies here. Another incredible symphony. We're starting to see some teams target some really good pieces. Leo, clearly happy with that pick that Beethoven ended the slide of Beethoven seven right there, an Aaron Rodgers-esque slide for Beethoven seven all the way to the fourth round. We've got Fabiola up next for your fourth pick. I think I will go with Mahler nine. Mahler nine. So that fills out the ninth symphony slot, taking one of the best pieces ever composed again. We're, we're hitting all of the highlights here. CJ is up next. We've got Brahms 2, Dvorak 7, Schubert 9. Another not another Beethoven spot open here, but also a lot of different directions that you can go with this pick. So we've got CJ up next. Chicago whoops, I wore White Sox. On mute, on mute. I'm going to go with uh, Mendelssohn 3. Mendelssohn 3. My debut piece with the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra <laughs> for which CJ... I took it just for you. I took it just for you. Did you play that concert? No. No, I did not. But... No, it was, that's good. It wasn't the, the best concert I've ever had, but that's okay. Do love that piece. So we're back. I love that pick. We're back to Josh, first Mendelssohn off the board, and we've got the Utah Classical Music with two picks here. You're on mute, so be sure to unmute yourself. Just looking at the team. No Mahler yet. Yep, I'm, uh, I'm in a heavy thought here. Couple teams, it's, it's uh, Josh and CJ don't have Mahlers yet. Interesting strategy can come into play here at some point that if Every other team has taken a composer and it's just you left. You can wait until the last round to grab that composer because no one else can legally take it. So maybe CJ and Josh in a race to the bottom for the Maulers here because they don't have to jump on those as quickly. But some other, we'll see. What are you going to do with these picks, Josh? Yeah, um, so I believe for my first pick, I'm going to be taking Schubert's Eighth Symphony, the Unfinished Symphony. Schubert unfinished for the eighth symphony. I love it. Although it um, has two movements, it makes up for its its lack of um, length, should we say, with some other incredibly long, uh, incredibly impressive attributes. So, <laughs> a short but excellent symphony. And our and your second pick, Josh. You've now filled six, eight, and nine, along with one. What are you going with for the second pick? I'm going to be uh, filling out the six through nine spot. I think I'm going to be going with Bruckner's Seventh Symphony. Bruckner's Seventh Symphony. 
excellent piece. The piece highlighted in the Celebidaki documentary with the Berlin Phil, where you can see one of the worst orchestral rehearsals in the history of classical music, which I highly recommend people go check out. Bruckner 7 with Celebidaki. If you want to listen to a Bruckner symphony and have it take about 31 minutes than any other recording, just check out a Celebidaki recording. So we are back to CJ, Chicago Whoops, I Wore White Sox in this mini race with Josh for who's going to be the last one to take a Mahler symphony. Still a lot of slots to be filled here. One, four, five, six, eight. No wild cards have been used yet. No wild cards. And there, there are some pretty good ones out there. So we'll see if anyone uses a wild card up coming here in the next couple of rounds. So CJ, you're up whenever you are ready. One, four, five, six, eight. I'm just looking here too. We've got CJ is the only one to take a Mendelssohn. Still no Schumann's. Still no real offbeat symphonies. Uh, a lot of standards. No 21st century yet. No, uh, no late 20th century yet. No Baroque. I don't know how Baroque would get in there necessarily, but all right, CJ. I'm going to go with Nielsen 4. Nielsen 4, the pick of the draft as far as I'm concerned. One of my all-time favorite symphonies. Absolutely support that pick. Partly because we just did an episode about it on attention to detail. So I love the uh, you know party dedication there from, from CJ. <laughs> so we are now back to Fabiola also has done a good job filling out those late spots. One, two, three, five, seven are open, and those are some pretty strong, deep categories. So, Fabiola, you're up. Is this a time, still hasn't used a Beethoven, still hasn't used a Schumann, what are you going with? I will go with Schumann three. Schumann three. As far as I'm concerned, a fantastic pick. One of the best symphonies by Schumann, one of the best symphonies out there, I think. Fantastic fourth movement of a five movement, oddly five movement symphony. So New York Yankee Hotes, thin roster so far from the New York Yankee Hotes, clearly <laughs> lagging behind the other teams as of now. Struggling to keep their head above water, you know, trying as best as they can to get back in this draft late. They've done some deep analysis. What are you going with here? Shostakovich 8 Symphony. Shostakovich 8 Symphony. Interesting piece. Devilishly tricky scherzo third movement. Long first movement, but a really, really good symphony. I like that pick, filling out those late rounds. We're now to the Milwaukee box. A real absolute star-studded lineup so far for the Milwaukee box. If, if they can keep it up and continue to fill out this lineup, this is going to be a deep team, tough to beat. Two picks so, here, one, two, three, four, and seven still open. So I guess for me, I just don't really like any of my seven symphony options. So it's, it's tough, uh, you know, because I already picked a Mahler and Beethoven seven was my favorite, but I went with Beethoven nine over that by a very, very slight grade. Um, so I'm gonna go for a fourth symphony. I'm gonna take Mendelssohn four. 
Mendelssohn IV, another great piece, the Italian symphony, super hard for the orchestra to play. Maybe need some triple tonguing. Do you triple tongue the opening? No, I single tongue it. See, that's the real legit type of playing is when you can just single tongue the got opening. A, got a single tongue it. And then for my next pick, I'm going to take Saison's Third Symphony. Saint-Saëns Organ Symphony. I also like that pick because that is our most recent episode on attention to detail. So I'm really appreciating our drafters <laughs> hitting I, all of the symphonies. I knew that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> A great final movement. That's the organ symphony that features, of course, an organ. Like you said, seven, a little thin at this point, but I like the look of the Milwaukee box right now. If you slot a wild card into the seven or the one, that's gonna be a deep, deep lineup. So we are back to the New York Yankee Hotes. Some good spots left, two, four, five. There are a lot of good fifth symphonies still out there, although Leo has already used the Beethoven. A lot of good fourths. A lot of good seconds. I should note, no Sibelius off the board yet. It's a little surprising to me. Some other really good symphonies still out there to be gotten. So Leo, what are you going with here? Two, four, five, six still open. Deep in thought. Gotta unmute also when you make your pick. What's the thought process? Oh, I need No twos have been filled yet, I'm noting. The full array of twos is out there, but that is a deep, deep category. Bronze two has been filled. Oh, Brahms 2 has been filled. You're right. Other than Brahms 2, which might be, unfortunately, I'm just looking at this. Wow. I'm just noticing now the Utah classical music can take Mahler 2 with their last pick. That is going to be a solid last pick. Mahler 2, one of the best symphonies of all time. Didn't notice that until now. Well played by the Utah classical music. We've got Leo up. What are you going with? Pick. Schumann 2. Schumann 2, maybe my single favorite symphony ever composed. I think one of the most underrated pieces in the history of classical music. Love that pick by the New York Yankee Hotels. I draft great. <laughs> I draft great. I like it. That piece has a high motor, as they say. It's twitchy. Okay. Fabiola, huh? Great pad level. Great, Great pad. Pad level from Schumann too. Exactly. We've been, as you can tell, we've been watching a lot of day three of the NFL draft here. <laughs> All right. So next we've got the LA Einhelden Lakers. We've got one, two, five, and seven still open. Where are you going with this one? Beethoven five. Beethoven five. What many might say is the best symphony ever composed. We've still, I'm impressed in these late rounds, we've still got a lot of incredibly good pieces going off the board. So Beethoven 5 is taken. 
Now we're in a scenario where the Chicago whoops I wore White Sox who are up are the only team without a Beethoven. So the Chicago whoops I wore White Sox can wait until the last round to take a Beethoven. That is a good spot to be in. CJ has his pick of Beethoven symphonies if he wants them, and he can wait till that last round to fill a tough spot. Although six is off the board, five is off the board. So I'm looking at it now. Unfortunately, the only Beethoven CJ is left with are one and eight, which are a little bit less good than some of the others. <laughs> <laughs> so a good and bad situation to find yourself in. What are you going to do here with this pick? I'm going to go with Shostakovich 5. Shostakovich 5. A little run on Fifth Symphonies here, but as we mentioned, these are some of the best pieces ever composed. So we've got some highlights, absolute highlights coming off the board right here. Shosty 5, some people's favorite 20th century symphony. All right, so we come to the Utah classical music who are sitting on Mahler 2. Doesn't have to be taken until the last pick. So I'm assuming you're going with that as your last pick. So that means three, four, and five are still open. And you've got two picks. Is this a potential place for a wild card? We still have not seen any wild cards go yet. So Josh. We will not be using a wild card on this pick. Uh, Shasti five was going to be my pick. Mm. But I will be uh, going with Sibelius five. I think that's one of the few Sibelius symphonies that I won't sleep through. So. <laughs> Wow, an endorsement from the Utah classical music. Yes. I, am, I, I, am, I am known to sleep through long, slow pieces sometimes, but... That one is not long or slow, <laughs> so it works well. So there you go, checks all of the boxes yes. for Utah classical music. Um, one more pick. Yes. Um, then this is, this is the one that's going to take a little bit more analysis. Okay, well, let's look. While you analyze, we're just going to take a quick stock of what's going on with three rounds to go. So, Josh, Utah Classical Music has two, three, four. Mahler 2 is still out there. CJ has the Beethoven available, but unfortunately, it's only one or eight. Fabiola has two, seven, and one. Two is very deep, so that shouldn't be too tough. Seven, a few sevens have already gone. That might be a potential wild card spot or the one. And so this is where people are going to have to get creative, potentially find a first or seventh symphony that's a hidden gem. Yankee Hotes are going to probably struggle to find a sixth at this point, although there are a couple still out there. Four and five are deeper. So that's a decently good spot to be in. Milwaukee Box have the star-studded lineup. One in seven, same situation as the Einhelden Lakers. Two is deep, one in seven is going to be a little thinner probably at this point, but everyone still has the wild card available. So I'm, going to, I'm curious to see. The wild card is star-studded, but there are some great pieces that everyone's going to want, so I'm curious to see if people go after those. So Utah Classical Music, second pick, what are you going with? I believe that I'm going to be taking Schumann's Fourth Symphony. Schumann's Fourth Symphony, I like it. A shorter piece, not necessarily super well known, but I actually think a great piece. 
really fun to listen to. Beautiful cello solo in the second music movement, snagging that from, from uh, Leo Singer over there. And CJ, no opportunity for the cellists to get in on that one. So we are back to Chicago. Whoops, I wore white socks. Still has the Beethoven in the pocket. We'll see if you're going to go with that. One, six, and eight still to fill. What are you going with here? Tricky spot. Six is in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I basically have my Mahler and Beethoven kind of locked in at this point. Oh, I didn't notice that you have Mahler available too. Yeah, I'm looking at my wild cards. Yeah, wow. So Mahler, Mahler is available and Beethoven is available. So you fell into both of those, although both of those have been run on. And so Mahler six. Yeah, there's still Mahler six and then Beethoven eight or one. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I like Mahler six. I think that's a good... I'm going to go with... Debussy La Mer. I like that as the first symphonic wild card off the board. I think that's an excellent one. And where are you putting that? Um, in the one slot? Yeah, yeah, I'll put that in the one. Okay, Debussy La Mer, first wild card off the board. Received in a hundred pre-draft grade from myself. An absolute masterpiece. <laughs> All right, Fabiola, one, two, and seven still to be filled. Haven't used the wild card yet. Have used Beethoven, Mahler, Dvorak. Some possibilities at the two spot. Some hidden gems at the one spot, potentially. Thin at the seven spot. What are you going with? I think I'm going to go with Rachmaninoff, too. Rachmaninoff, too. Excellent piece. No. Another long one, occasionally shortened. Were you trying to take that coming up, Milwaukee Box? Oh, I've been waiting on that one. Mm. That is a that is a stellar symphony, occasionally cut because it is very long. It's a high upside pick, you know? It just that really depends high, on the performance. That is a high up, yeah. High <laughs> upside pick depending on the performance, depending on the tempo, if we've got a good orchestra playing. Low floor. Huh? Low floor, high ceiling. Low floor, high ceiling, exactly. So, New York Yankee Hotes, four through six, still available. Let's look at the Yankee Hotes here. Mahler. I'm not, if, I'm, if I'm correct, I believe I have a free run at four and a free run at five. All best availables. Free run at four, free run at five. Those are filled on every other team. So, I will take... The Rite of Spring as my six. Rite of Spring six, the second wild card off the board. We're starting to see some of these free runs come available. CJ's still got the Mahler and the Beethoven. Rite of Spring, interesting wild card for the second pick. One of an undisputed masterpiece, early 20th century, caused a riot when it was first performed. Now we're to the Milwaukee box. One, two, and seven still left to be filled. Rachmaninoff, two, just got snagged. So a couple other directions you could go here. That was a, that was a tough one. I'm going to go with Sibelius, two. Sibelius, two. 
great, great Sibelius symphony, often thought of as a sort of anthem for Finnish national independence, triumphant ending, some good flute parts. And then you're getting another snaking pick here, one or seven, and this is where it gets So, with this pick, I might get eliminated. Uh, I'm gonna pick Berlioz one. Berlioz one. <laughs> this is the first stump the truck, as they say. I don't think I know Berlioz one at all. Is this a, does Berlioz have more than one numbered symphony? No, he has no numbered symphonies, but his first symphony was Symphony Fantastique. Oh, see, now we're going to have to discuss if this is allowed. See, I was, yeah. thinking, I was thinking of Symphony Fantastique as a wild card pick. Okay, fine. It was worth a shot. I, I won't push it, but it was worth a shot. I like, uh, I like the idea. We were thinking that, like, Franck Symphony in D would also be a non-numbered. Yeah, I like the Alpine <laughs> Symphony. That's another one. Alpine Symphony, yeah. Eh. So let's let's well, call Symphony Fantastique a wild card. Okay, fair enough. It, it was worth a shot. All right. Anyway, uh, I guess with my one options, then uh, ooh, yikes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Prokofiev one, just because it's really hard. Prokofiev one, the classical symphony. Honestly, not not a really bad choice in the what eighth round it's a really good piece like you said super hard to play if orchestras can actually that's another low floor high ceiling if it's a uh, high school orchestra performance if Prokofiev won it's gonna be a little rough might be great could be great depends on the high school could be my high school pioneer high school winner of several Grammy Awards uh, <laughs> that's not a joke that's not a joke the, the orchestra program at Pioneer High School has been awarded several Grammy Awards of which Josh is also a uh, graduate starred in the band program so we are back to the New York Yankee Hotels and as you mentioned free run on four and five best available can also attest that you did in fact wear white socks in the photograph when you won the Grammy and I've seen that photo as your college roommate. So nice work, Chicago. White yeah, wore, wore the white socks that was in the paper. Forgot, your bow tie. forgot my bow tie, front page of the paper. I actually, that was the only time, I don't mean that, yeah, that was the only time that I heard, I'm not even going to say who it was, but there was a lot of swearing that happened right before I went on stage for that concert because high school, junior, whatever, forgot my bow tie. Right before I was about to walk on stage, everyone noticed. They were like, what are you doing? Went out there, picture, front page of the paper, forgot the bow tie, classic. You know, what can you do? Anyways, fourth and fifth. Uh, free run on both of these, just best available choice. So this is entirely based on what you think is the best available symphony left for you here. What are you going with? So it's hard because I have a higher draft grade on Chike 5 than Chike 4. Mm -hmm. But I think 4 is less deep. Yeah. So you have to weigh – yeah, it's an interesting – I agree with you. Higher grade on check five than check four, personally. But what are you going to go with? I think I'm going to leave my last pick to be the fifth. So I'm going to go check four. Check four. 
a crowd pleaser for sure. May win you some of the fan vote. I like selling out a little bit, compromising your own musical integrity for the sake of winning some fan vote. I like it. We are back to the LA Unhelden Lakers. One in seven left, thin categories, but wild cards still available. So I'm going to, I'm not too sure about this, but I'm going to do it just because it's my favorite Sibelius. I'm going to go with Sibelius 7. Sibelius 7 hasn't been taken yet, considered by many people to be the best Sibelius symphony. So to grab that this late, I think is excellent. That one is a little bit, for me, a matter of taste of the listener. I've never personally understood it. A lot of people say it's their single favorite Sibelius. So that's an excellent choice to get that this late, filling the seven spot, only the wild card left. So CJ is left with six and eight. And if I'm not mistaken, you've pretty much fallen into these picks. What are you going with? Yeah, so I'm going to, I have Mahler and Beethoven left. So I'm going to do Mahler six. Mahler six, Tragic Symphony. One of my all time favorite Mahler symphonies, to be honest. Used to hate it, now I love it. Fourth movement is a little hard to understand, but also has three epic hammer blows. So definitely a visual element of excitement to Mahler's sixth symphony, even if if you if it's a little too long and like some people on this uh, current podcasts have fallen asleep due to the length. The hammer blows will definitely wake you up. So now snaking back the Utah classical music has two picks in a row to close out the team. Wild card still available and fell into Mahler too. So Josh, what are you going with? So uh, I have a question about the wild card. Um, I was wondering if pictures at an exhibition would qualify. I think that definitely qualifies. Okay. Um, then in my three spot, I will be taking pictures at an exhibition. Pictures at an exhibition. Can you tell me the orchestrator that you're going with? Because I'm <laughs> curious because Ravel is the most common, but before I was with Jake Fritkus, principal flute, Jacob Joyce, assistant associate recording engineer, <laughs> recorded Leo Singer, substitute cellist in the cello section, as recorded has recorded the Gorchakov orchestration of the pictures. The only real orchestration, the Gorchakov. <laughs> I'm guessing you're going with the Ravel. That's a really I, good I, I couldn't tell you if I've heard the Gorchakov orchestration, so I'll go with Ravel, how about? Now you know where to get it, though, so. <laughs> you know where to get it. Fort Worth Symphony, the only orchestra to have recorded the Gorchakov orchestration. And the last pick, and with my last pick, my favorite symphony of all time, greatest ending of all time, in my opinion, Mahler's second symphony, The Resurrection. Gotta say, to get that in the last round, pretty incredible. Well done. Way to strategize the draft. Impressive. Chicago, whoops, I wore White Sox, left with the eighth spot. What are you going with here? Yeah, Beethoven eight for this one. Beethoven 8, recently recorded by the musicians of the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra remotely in what I thought was a decently successful video highlighting the metronome-esque second movement. Um, little shout out to the ISO there. So we've got LA, Einhelden Lakers, first symphony left, but haven't used your wild card in a good spot here, so. I think for my 
team name, and for that violin solo, I'm gonna have to go with Heldenleben. Ein Heldenleben, a hero's life, epic piece by Strauss, one of the hardest concertmaster solos, of which Fabiola is a fantastic concertmaster who has played with the ISO and other orchestras many times. Super hard to conduct, especially if the violinist goes off the rails and decides to do something that they want to do completely out of the ordinary. Which we never do. Which we never ever do. In fact, in conducting school, we had to practice accompanying many different recordings of Ein Heldenleben concertmaster solos because it's so tricky. But an excellent tone poem by Strauss. We're on to the New York Yankee Hotes. Five spot, best available, already used the wild card, but there's probably some depth here still at five to be taken. Right. Well, you know, I had a really high grade on Nielsen four. Yeah. Great pick from CJ. Love that. I, I had a very high A minus on that. Uh huh. So, you know, I, it's tough to. I love Nielsen symphonies. I, I think I'm going to go Nielsen five. Nielsen Five, a piece that I personally have discovered over the course of this quarantine, along with many other more niche symphonies. Excellent, excellent symphony. I like that what would normally be considered a deep cut, actually a really good piece that I'm going to recommend all of our listeners go check out. Also, I'd also just like to say one quick thing. Sure. Like most of us in this draft play music professionally. Yeah. Josh. I just have to give a special shout out to you. The draft that you just had to know these symphonies is really incredible. And to all the listeners of this podcast that that might not be as experienced, you can have so much fun learning these pieces and not you don't have to be nerds like us and do this with your friends. Yeah. You learn so many pieces and learn and, and really appreciate a lot. So real big shout out to you, Josh. Great job. Thank you. I learned them all from my brother and the listeners of this podcast can also learn them all from my brother. So you'll, you'll have the same teacher. The guy, like you said, the guy has an encyclopedic knowledge of many things, including symphonies. So very impressive. We've got the Milwaukee box who still have their wild card. Pride well, for you know, symphony I, fantastic. I also learned something from Jacob tonight. Uh, I've played Heldenleben a lot of times and seen it many times, and I've never thought during the violin solo, wow, that must be so hard for the conductor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. but here's the thing. The The good conductors, really hard. The thing that makes it so hard is that you don't want to take any of the spotlight. You want to get it right, let them do it their way, that's a little insider tip that, yes, <laughs> it is always all about the conductor, I hate to say. Saved it well, saved it well. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm a flute player, so I gotta go with Daphnis and Chloe. That's, uh, that, that's my pick for my wild card. Uh, sweet number two. Daphnis and Chloe's sweet number two features a massive, massive flute solo by Ravel and an incredibly hard but exciting last movement the Dance General, which will forever be branded in my mind because I had a clarinetist roommate who would practice that at 7 a.m. every day. So with that, we'll close it out. 
I want to go through quickly and let's just look. We can go in order of draft and I just want to hear uh, everybody's reflections a little bit on their team, what they like, what they don't like, how the draft was, and just talk a little bit about if there's a couple pieces on your list, why you chose them, or this is your uh, opportunity to lobby a little bit for the fan vote. So we'll start with Josh. How did you feel the draft went? Take us through your lineup. Uh, well, uh, getting the first pick, I uh, thought that Brahms was absolutely going to be one of those symphonies was going to be my first pick because they're in short supply, as we saw. Um, and Brahms one was my pick there because, um, you know, there's very few first symphonies that are good. So I decided Brahms one, it's the best. Cannot believe that Mahler two fell into my lap. That was incredible. That's my favorite symphony. Um, I wanted to save Mahler and I was lucky, very, very lucky to land that. Um, pictures at an exhibition, one of my favorite pieces, great ending. Um, Schumann 4, Sibelius 5, I'm not super familiar with, but That's I do good. know that they're very good symphonies. They have to be good pieces. So and looking through 6 through 9, I know all those pieces. I like them all. I think my team has a very good shot to win the fan vote here. I'm very happy with the, the team I put together. Um, like pulled a little bit of a Belichick out here, you know. Yeah. Got some guys who were good in the late rounds, so that was the key. Impressive. It's almost like you traded down just over and over. Wish the Lions had done done that. That's the equivalent of getting Tom Brady in the seventh round, Mahler 2, as your last pick. All right, CJ, let's look through your lineup. What do you like? Yeah, I mean, I think think looking back, I I had a similar strategy. Get a Brahms first because there were only four, and then just leave my wild card. Mahler and Beethoven for last because there's really not a bad Mahler symphony. Um, I think looking back, I didn't get all as as good of Beethoven or Mahler as I would like, but doing that strategy, but uh, could be worse. I mean, I think I boxed myself in a little bit when I took Mendelssohn three because no one ended up taking Beethoven three, and I couldn't take a couldn't take that by the end. Interesting, yeah. Although, but I mean, I don't really have. I don't think I have anything too weak no the, uh, the result of waiting on those composers is a very deep team so that's impressive yeah and you got arguably the best wild card it's very debatable they're all good but la mer is a great piece yeah, yeah. right la on Heldon lakers you matched your team name with your wild card take us a little bit through your lineup i'm very happy that i got beethoven five uh, Mahler 9, Bruckner 8. Those are big time symphonies. So my first pick, it was either going to be a Brahms symphony or actually Chike 6, since there weren't a lot of 6 symphonies. But I think I'm very happy that I took the Brahms. Dvorak 6, I am not entirely sure about, but I think because I took Dvorak 6, you know, I, could, I took Mahler 9. Right. That, that I'm happy about. And... Um, like Sibelius seven, I actually really was hoping that I'd get it because yeah, that one that one fell. That was that was a good choice. My favorite and the Rachmaninoff second also. So overall, I think I'm very happy. Strong team, very strong team as well. Yankee Hotes. Yeah, I mean, I I basically went strictly analytics in this draft. Mm-hmm. I you know I didn't really you know I mean I I you know I just objectively took the best available at every position. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. That's a good strategy. 
But in all seriousness, I was, you know, I, I was happy to get in the top four picks just because I knew I wanted a Brahms, like everyone's saying. I, I, I praise Mr. Jake Fritkiss for his ability to, to hold firm without the Brahms Symphony. I think that's great. Um, where I thought I would get, you know, I, I love Nielsen five, but I had it as a lower grade than the rest of the fives. And I put five as the deepest number. So I thought that Josh would have taken Tchaikovsky's fifth there instead of Sibelius five. Mm. So yeah. I, I would end with Sibelius five there, which is one of my all time favorites. And then I couldn't really end up with that, which was my sort of disappointment, but I love my team. I think I got a great first symphony, which was a high priority. And Beethoven seven wins above replacement seventh symphonies. I had that as the highest grade. So that's that was yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good wins above replacement play right there. Beethoven seven. Thanks for organizing this, Jake. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Jake, maybe save the best for last. What do you think about your Milwaukee box team? I mean, I'm pretty happy considering I I didn't get a Brahms symphony uh, as the last pick. They're all gone. Um, I actually my. I did mostly based on a uh, positional scarcity, as they say, yeah. uh, you know, just kind of, I thought that Tchaikovsky, you know, only three real options, six symphonies are pretty weak. And as I've learned from being a professional classical musician, you just program Tchaik six as much as possible and people will come. So, uh, so I, I thought that was actually my number one overall pick. So I was really happy to get that. And, uh, Dvorak eight and Beethoven nine were in my top five. So I was very happy. And uh, I kind of overreached for Mahler five, but I just, at that point, I was like, I've got Beethoven nine, Mahler five, uh, you know, Chike six, like it's just icons. So yeah. I just wanted to, to load up on the star power. Um, yeah. Interestingly, your lineup five through nine is like all blockbusters. Everybody yeah, that was... I, you know, I wish that uh, I had got Rachmaninoff too, just because I love that piece. But also then I could have taken Sibelius one, which would have been uh, something that I would have been happy with. Uh, so my two and one were a little bit of a sacrifice, but I was very happy with getting the organ symphony because I think uh, that's another epic and Mendelssohn four to me is another icon. So Mendelssohn uh, I was four. very happy. I'm just looking through this now. And interestingly, just the way the draft played out, my highest graded personally third symphony, Beethoven three. No one took the Eroica. I find that interesting. No one took Mahler four, my second, but this is because of the circumstances of the draft. All of the eight, nine, seven, sixes went, but I'm very surprised. I think people will see no Beethoven three and say, what are these people doing? But actually that's the way the draft played out. Really interesting developments so i want to thank all of you guys so much for for joining us and just as a kind of part of the reason why we did this was just the the interesting thought experiment it's a fun game for us to play but also i'm very curious to know what our fans our listeners think of the teams and we want to use this primarily as an encouragement for people to go and listen to some of these pieces especially if we hit a piece that you might not know super well so what we're going to do is we're going to have a way in the, in the episode notes for everyone to vote on which teams they like or submit their own lineup of best one through nine. Obviously, that's a different exercise than what we did here. 
but mainly I just want to encourage people to go listen to some of these pieces. Hopefully they enjoyed this alongside the NFL draft in an otherwise kind of dearth here of content during the quarantine. So thank you to everyone so much for joining us. And uh, thanks to our listeners for staying with us. We'll see you soon.